What's going on, little dumpsters? Welcome back to the Dropping Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Talon Sai. Today, I'm not in the studio. This is like technically your studio. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. You set yep. this up. This is my buddy, Will. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We've been talking about doing a podcast for a long time. And, man, are there any opening announcements? I mean, I ain't that official, but. The thing that I showed you today? thing oh no 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 never mind we we, we'll we'll save that for later we can talk about that in conversation so um this might be awkward for those of you watching on video or holding microphones but this is like the dk pod on the road i'm gonna be doing this for the next couple of weeks like visiting friends and stuff like that i like that it's mobile it's, I like that your kit is very portable. This isn't like that awkward to me either. Yeah, no, I don't mind it at all. Because if you need to pull the mic away and talk like far away, yeah. it, it just works. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, okay, so I've been starting the past couple of podcasts just like introducing my guest as basically just asking you a question, how did we become friends? So this is my friend, Will. We're very close friends now. How did we become friends? So... Um, Man, the years, I'm going to botch the years, but I know several years ago. I would too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact years. Several years ago, uh, you were a client of mine. I own uh, DCA with uh, my business partner, David. And we did a uh, 19 for you. That video that blew up got like an ungodly amount of views. And then shortly after that, my phone would not stop ringing with people mentioning your name Hell yeah. wanting the, wanting that package <laughs> you probably loved that but at the same time you're like yo fuck this it kid. was it was <laughs> no it was really early on in our company to be quite honest with you so the uh the exposure and the phone blowing up like that like that's invaluable to a small company you know that's good if, so, if your phone ran like i see how your phone rings now if it ran like that today you'd be like oh my god <laughs> fucking shoot me <laughs> dude tell people that. <laughs> it's hard because it's hard because we're a small company and uh uh a small company and staff and you know and in, in volume for that matter so it's difficult to everyone has so many tasks uh me included so yeah <clears throat> I mean, when you have a good product and good customer service and everything, I mean, you like you said, you're a small company still. So it, it's just that kind of speaks volumes for the people who actually understand how businesses work. Yeah. A lot of people get pissed. They're like, oh, my God. They, they just sort of like project this vision that they thought a company was a certain way. And then they get pissed when there are lead times and this and that. Yeah, yeah. I've always tried to portray our company as, as bigger than it was uh, from – a sense of just wanting people to trust us with their guns. I feel like that served us well uh, with the law enforcement contracts and things that we have now. Yeah. Um, but we are still a very small company producing, you know, very small volume. And uh, long story short, we just want to make the best product that we can. And um, yeah. so I, all of that, that was a very long defense of you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, phone call thing. So <laughs> wait, before, before we keep talking about this. So <laughs> for those who don't know, DCA is Danger Close Armament and they build custom pistols yeah. modify things and so we don't we don't need to get into that like will yeah. and i eat sleep breathe guns all the time and every we, day we don't need to talk about yeah. that but we became friends because i was a customer of yours a yeah. long time ago and then i believe you you picked up the phone and called me one day yeah dude once i mean once the phone rang for like the three thousandth time being like hey i saw this video <laughs> You didn't uh, even know who I was at the time. No, I, I didn't, like, dude. That was the this? first time I talked to you. So I called you and I was like, hey, dude, uh, is there anything else we can do for you? And uh, shortly after that, what did we do? 
What was the direct 43? You built me a 43, yeah. yeah. With a, a Cerakote that you guys had never done before. It was like Battle Worn. Yeah, we did like a distressed, it. yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, shortly after that, it was pretty, because that video did well too. Yeah, I um, mean, so th- any custom gun video that I was doing, I mean, even now they would still do okay, but the market is way more saturated yeah. than it was yeah. when I was doing that stuff. Yeah. So it wouldn't do quite as well. But So, we, I, you know, you and I stayed in touch. I kept building guns for you. Anytime you wanted something, I'd, we'd make sure it happened. And then you and I met up at uh, SHOT Show. What was that SHOT Show 17? Dude, th- this is the one that we never get right. So last yeah. SHOT Show didn't happen. That would have been SHOT Show 20 or... 21 that we skipped mm-hmm. wasn't 20 it must have been 19 i think it took like a year and a half to come to fruition it had to have been i feel like it was longer than that but you and i met up at shot and i was like yeah. dude we need to do a signature pistol for you was it uh, that that's what I, I was actually asking for did i ask you or did you ask me i so my recollection is we kind of came to the conversation with with a similar idea and that's so i think it okay. it resonated well with both of us because i i you being a purist in, in how you make your content and uh, how, how you you portray your brand and things like that, I didn't want to push too hard because okay. I, I didn't want it to be like me capitalizing on on your, your audience. I didn't want it to feel that way. I just wanted to build a cool product with you, you know? Yeah, I, I remember like that conversation because even now when I think about it, I mean, it's so we're, we're referring to the TS-43X, the custom pistol build that we did. We did a hundred of them. You guys probably know that already. Um it was it was one of those things like either I was thinking about it already or you brought it up and I was like I want to do that for sure because I know that like my taste a lot of people relate to my taste and I like things that are functional but also aesthetically pleasing but I don't want to be like that fucking random douchebag who's like like I'm not an operator not a firearms instructor or anything so I made the gun with a specific vision of just my my own version of my, like my ideal EDC gun. Yeah. I shoot enough guns on or used to shoot enough guns on like an almost daily basis where I know what works and what doesn't so That's why that's why I wasn't hesitant about doing it with you in that regard. I, that was not a fear of mine because you are I mean, yes, there are there are operators who uh, are very very familiar with certain platforms, but you are very familiar with a ton of platforms. So you have yeah. a really uh, wide array of knowledge in the in the in and, the market. I think, and even someone who is like you said, we're just going to keep referring to someone like this as an operator. But even someone who is super super high level, like crazy trained operator, they're still running like the basic stuff. Like once it gets to a certain point, there's diminishing returns. Like you can only do so much to a pistol to make it function the way that you want it to. And a lot of shooters aren't even proficient, proficient enough with a standard like off the shelf pistol to even benefit from a lot of these upgrades. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it works against my, my, uh, uh, my company's best interest. But I tell people that all the time when they come to me as a, you know, a first time shooter, but a, a lot of cash. And I just tell them like, man, just like, go shoot it, go shoot it first, you know? And and I, and I'm not like, obviously not discrediting what you do at all, but no, you can go ahead, dude. We're, we're good. (laughs) No, (laughs) yeah. You guys are really good at what you do, (laughs) but yeah, some, some people, I'm talking like very new shooters. They, they don't understand it. Once you get like a couple thousand rounds under your belt, then you'll start to see the benefits of running a more aggressive grip or front serrations and optic and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of people don't get that though. So all of that to say that we we met at Shot Show and then uh, it took yeah like you said like a year and a half to come to fruition for 
uh, the TS-43. To, I mean, we did a prototype, and then we did a pre-production version for you. Yeah. So that, that was so, – okay, so I know this for a fact. Two years ago, I was out here just to visit. Came by the shop for the first time, I yeah. think. It was two summers ago, actually. One, two – we're almost in summer now, whatever. Uh, so almost three years ago, you gave me, like, slide blanks – like to the exact dimension. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you were like, "Here, like, what, what would you want it to look like?" And it was essentially like a napkin drawing. I still have the drawing, actually. I've been meaning to like frame it or something. Yeah, you should. That'd be, be really sick. Cool. Yeah. Like you got guitars framed over here yeah, on the wall and yeah. everything. But what's up oh, there? Oh shoot, the my, my cat. Here. I have. We have a menagerie of animals here. here you so say, you want to say hi? We make it a visit. Bear, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's bear bears bears awesome bear is i so my wife came home uh with that cat i'm deathly allergic to cats so she just decided that i was taking allergy meds for the rest of my life or for the foreseeable future i think you get used to it though i i think i have as well but dude i love this cat i absolutely hated cats before this guy but he, he, needs, he is a pretty cool cat yeah, he's chill um so, so yeah so yeah we were saying i was I like drew out this like basically like a napkin sketch. We brought it to life. We had the idea of dual texture, which is extremely difficult to to do. I don't yeah, think it's a pain in the ass. I don't think a lot of people appreciate that. But um, <clears throat> if you ever handled one, you would know. But we don't have to keep talking about guns. No, we don't. No, we don't have to. But but that's that's how we met. So we yeah. we did meet through the industry that both you and I have have played a part in. And you know, I, I think. Uh, you and I have a lot more in common than that particular industry. So we hit it off, started hanging out and yeah, yeah, the rest is kind of history. I, I think, I mean, that's how I have become friends with most people in the industry. Like I've been customers or whatever, just became friends with them before <laughs> Bear's going to knock the recorder off. Um, became friends with them before I actually started doing business with them or I was a customer. Yeah. And, I feel like that's a, a great way to do things because like you, you get an idea of the person. It's not just like there's so many companies that hit me up and they're like like suit and tie responses and emails and everything. Yeah. <laughs> People who aren't watching the video podcast right now are like, what the fuck? Getting Why are they assaulted by a cat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and that's 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 another part of it too, man. Um, I have people hit me up all the time and I have forever for uh, free work. Like yeah. all the time, I read you some of them. Yeah, yeah, I have seen. You know what I mean? But you started as a customer. I knew you liked our product out of the gate, which made me feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, you know, whatever it took to yeah keep the relationship going. Together. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I, let, let's talk about the animals now because you got mad animals. We were actually trying to set up the this podcast. Like we literally just set this up in five minutes, yeah. and just on the other side of us is. An animal known as plop. Plop. So for the people that don't know, what is plop and what other animals you got around the house? Plop is a Mabu puffer. Uh, that's MBU puffer. I'll put, uh, I'll put a little video of yeah, him right here in the so, middle of us. <laughs> so plop is, uh, he's a freshwater puffer fish from Africa, um, and he's the largest freshwater puffer fish in the world. So he's a really cool animal. He's uh, he's not a beginner fish. This was a, a, a long, I, I'm, I've I'm very, very nerdy with my hobbies. So this is, this has been one of them. <laughs> you, you're, you're just like me. Like you don't half ass any, no, hobby no, no, no. You gotta go, you gotta go all the way. Yeah. So the, uh, the a, a long line of fish to get to plop, but he gets giant. He gets three feet, which, you know, for, for like an ocean fish, it doesn't seem that big, right? Like a three foot fish. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? But when you're trying to keep him in a home aquarium, uh, three feet is gigantic. Cause it, he eats it's pretty nuts. Yeah. He eats a ton of food. Um, makes and, a ton of ways and for those who 
aren't watching this on video and didn't see the picture or video that I put in there of him. He's like, like a what is he like a foot and a half long? Yeah, he's a foot and a half long. Puffer he's like fish. Football size. He's like. Bigger yeah, than a football, longer than a football. No, but he's like chunky like a football. He's like shaped like a football. Yeah, true. And, and his eyes, the bigger, the older that he gets, the eyes drift further, further apart. apart. Which is so he's hilarious. like leopard print on the yeah. top, and then he's got a yellow <laughs> belly and a big yellow yeah. tail. He's super yeah, cool fish. He's a cool fish. And he uh, he eats clams, so like he's got a super... Uh, uh, dumb, Strong bite. Dumb joke. Yeah, <laughs> dumb joke. Just really, yeah, but the... Uh, yeah, so he bites right through the clams. It's that's like all crunches it, through the shells. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I remember the first time I saw him eating and heard it. Like you can hear it through the acrylic of the tank and in the under the water. Yeah, yeah, it sounds really cool. So I also have a uh, uh, koi pond, um, and those guys are a pain in the ass. They're they're scared of everything, so they're not super fun right now. You know how many? I mean, I'm, of course, you know how many you have. Are there eight. There's six, uh, so there's five adults, one adolescent, and one baby. And the, okay. the adolescent and the baby were born in the pond last spring. Why is the one, why is the adolescent bigger than Champion? Who no is idea. The little fish. I think he's a runt, dude. Oh, I just remembered. What's, I have all these dumb fucking questions about. Perfect. Yeah, we'll we'll get into those. <laughs> this podcast might be longer than an hour, so you guys are welcome if you like <laughs> listening to this shit. All right, so you got koi's. Yeah, you and got, then like a, a boa constrictor. Um, not to get back to the firearms industry but people offer me shit all the time for guns <laughs> so uh i walked into a pet store and i've been doing business with them shout out to eric he's he's a solid dude eric you're the homie dude yeah um so eric runs this pet store eric is into what i'm into in the industry and he wanted uh he wanted something from my industry and i i'd never thought of getting a snake i knew like it just wasn't on my radar for animals but when you tell someone who loves animals, like, hey, like, do you want this really cool new animal? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I really do. Yeah. So. <laughs> he has, so, like, this dude's got chameleons, yeah. which I personally like. Um, he had a bunch of baby puffer fish, I think, the one time we went to his yeah, store. Yeah, Fajaca puffers, yeah. Got turtles and, like, everything. So if someone's like, yo, you want this really cool lizard? I'm like, yeah, 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 I sure do. I have enough self-control where I'm like, nah, that thing will fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I can't take it. If I, <laughs> if I get an animal, it's going to have a very good life. Like I, it, It's a lot of work what you do. So yeah. you got the snake, which you got to feed. Uh, well, the snake is like, rats. dude, easy, easy. So well, she, that, that she eats easy. once every couple of weeks. And, uh, Plop, though. You have to keep her clean. Plop is a royal pain in the ass to take care of. I don't want to nerd out on your your people. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear the nerd stuff. But he he's a very, lot of cool he's, animals. He's, he's a pain in the ass to take care of. Yeah. We also have a dart frog, cat, dog, Domple. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. And a dog. Maya. So I I think we're capped out on animals. I really do want a bird. Like I want a parrot or a Dude, that would be cool. A toucan or something cool like yeah, that. He's like that would kind of complete the whole zoo. You got it's you such got a, a fish, commitment. Yeah. You got an amphibian. You got dog, cat, snake. What else is there? Reptiles. You need. Uh, I wouldn't hate. Uh, I wouldn't hate you guys getting a chinchilla. Chinchilla. I had two chinchillas. <laughs> to give you an idea of my childhood, they were named Doobie and Zigzag. Uh, <laughs> good childhood. Good childhood. I used to partake in a in a certain activity and then just sit there and like just laugh at them for hours <laughs> because they're they're whimsical, the m- softest little creatures in the world <laughs> too. Yeah, the the pet store that we yeah. keep talking about. They had two chinchillas the other day. Well, that was a while ago now, but man. They're so tempting. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're super cool animals. I did have them. The funniest part is they take dust baths. Like, so they go into... That's got to be a pain, dude. No, it's not, dude. You put the dust bath in and they like roll around in it and then they Just hop back in. gets everywhere, though. No, it's fine. Yeah, you're a neat freak. You can't do any yeah, animals. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. do that. I mean, I could do animals, but... 
Yeah. Man, I'd love a chinch. That'd be cool. I knew you were going to bring up the animals on this for sure. We had to. Bear made a guest appearance. Yeah, he did. So. Yeah. So uh, I think we're capped out for animals right now. I'm not ready to commit to anything else. Yeah. And, you know, Courtney and I are building a van. Um, yeah. Do you want to get into that right now too? <laughs> I guess, man. I'm pretty bitter about today's <laughs> events. Oh, but yeah. So you and Courtney are building a van. Uh, you Well, so... You and your wife, Courtney, and I went camping last summer now Yeah, down in, like, southern Colorado, and we don't jump up there, cat. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, went camping, and that was the first time where you, like, saw me using the van and, like, camping in the van and stuff, and you guys caught the bug. You're like, damn, that would be cool. Yeah, dude, I was in a rooftop tent. I had to climb a ladder. Yeah, so drunk. Be- <laughs> before we get into the van stuff, you and Courtney went on a honeymoon and how did you do that? We did three weeks in a rooftop tent. So I had a James Brood. Get out of here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I had a James Brood Evasion. Uh, I think they call it the Evasion Evo. Um, and I had that on top of uh, Pro 4X Xterra that I had lifted and everything. So it was a pretty capable rig. Yeah. Uh, but it really is. And I understand liking that style of rig, but it really is a no frills way of, of sleeping. Like you're, you're climbing up your ladder. I almost fell off the ladder. Um, it, it's almost more dangerous than just putting a tent on the ground in some especially cases. Especially with how much I drink. So it's, <laughs> You drink a lot, then <laughs> yeah. you got to fucking climb yeah. 10 feet up this ladder. Like. I almost fell off one time because, I mean, if you if you have to go to the bathroom, you know, you're going, you're, you got to go down the ladder. So Yeah, you're like half asleep in the middle of the night crawling down. We we loved it. Like, it's if you like tent camping, um, you know, like you're off the ground, We you got panoramic views in that specific rooftop yeah. tent. I absolutely, I absolutely love it, but... Seeing you in your revel, uh, <laughs> like, you know, getting like a great night of sleep and we woke up looking all haggard and <laughs> you wake up and it's ladder. like hot as shit. Yeah. And just like you, you just wake up when it hits a certain temperature. You're exactly right. And then, uh, yeah. So you, I, sh- I don't want to be, I don't want to be blamed for how the van build is going. It, the van build is going fine by the way, but it's taking a toll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it really is toll. taking a toll. So, yeah. so jumping ahead, um, I, I was continuing traveling. I think I don't even remember where I was, but you sent me a picture one day of a 2017, 19, 19, yeah. 2019 Dodge pro master. Yeah. So we got a Ram pro master 2,500 and me being me, like I said, I don't, I, or like you said, I, I don't have anything either. I don't, I, you know, I want to go all out. So mm-hmm. I started, I took like a month and designed, <laughs> The most ridiculous van that I possibly could as far as uh, systems construction and uh, utilities and things like that. I wanted it to be absolutely incredible yeah. in like every category. So I wanted shower and... Like a, a lot of people will they'll get a shell of a van. Like I don't want to say like, like people people who are using it just as a means of transportation and then to like sleep in for a night or two. So they're just like, oh, I'm going to make a fucking... Uh, plywood two by four bed in the back yeah. just to raise me up, throw rock climbing gear underneath and whatever. Yep. And you went the complete opposite. You're essentially building a 20 foot studio apartment yeah. <laughs> inside yes. a van, heating, plumbing, electrical, gas struts for your bed. Like, yeah, well, linear actuator for my bed now. Sorry, but like, linear actuators <laughs> for the bed. And the problem is that I own a, you know, I own a couple CNC machines as well. And I know what I can make on those and I know what I can engineer. And I, that's, that's kind of how my brain works. So very quickly it, it, it became way too complicated. Um, and well, it, I mean, it's at the point now where like you got everything in there already. It's taken a while to get to the point that you guys yeah, are at. Yeah. 
but there's no turning back now. No, like, you, there's no, no, no. like you haven't cut any corners, and I you're at a not. point now where like no corners have been cut, and you can't cut anymore to get to the finish. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you just can't. I set myself up for you know like because we've been working on it for like eight months now, which you know I I still uh, you know I obviously am full time running Danger Close Armament. I'm the CEO of Danger Close Armament. Then I have. Uh, my wife's wedding uh, photography business that I shoot video for those. And and that's another reason why the van is a good idea. Yeah, that's that was, I mean, that's at least what I told my wife why we were uh, getting it. So <laughs> it's for your business, it's for your business. Like, yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, on top of that, like any spare time that I have building the van. So, I mean, it's like, dude, it's an absolute, absolute nightmare. It's like eight months of, of zero free time. And, you know. Well, you guys have been hitting it hard recently because you started, it was... I guess it was it before it was before winter time, or was like yeah. I think fall? we got it in September. Yeah, September. Yeah. So I mean, you're struggling with like bad weather and it just being cold outside. You can't always pull it into a garage to work on and everything. So, I mean, you're, you've been working on it a lot over the past couple of weeks now. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it though. It's uh, I'm hoping it can be done within you know. It'll next... be done this summer for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, well, if it's not, I'm gonna set it on fire. I mean, but yeah, this this month we're recording <clears throat> now in June, so yeah, it'll be done. Th- this month yeah hopefully it's done this month but uh the i guess the the moral of the story is if you are gonna build one on your own have realistic uh goals for for the systems that you want to place like his has a hydronic system which you know uh, winnebago engineered into to work seamlessly into every other system and i you know me as one guy i'm like yeah i could engineer all that and and sure enough i have a hydronic system now but holy hell was that a nightmare yeah not not an easy thing to install and uh yeah so so like I, i have been here like helping here and there like just helping cut things and bouncing ideas off of each other will's done like a majority of it and courtney um, but just seeing that dude, I would never build a van. Yeah. This will be the first and last one I ever first build. I can last. guarantee you that, man. I, I would, if I like say a company approached me and they're like, Hey, we want to give you this sprinter van and we want you to use these products and build a van in that case. Like if time really isn't an issue and budget really isn't an issue, then I would do it. I could see myself building like a full blown, like really bare bones sprinter van, like out of 80, 20, everything, yeah. just like a really high lifted bed that I could fit a mountain bike underneath. And then like a Dometic 12 volt and maybe like a hand or a foot pump sink or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that that would be amazing. With just uh, that like vinyl, like what are those like dot vinyl flooring? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. 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 Like the, uh, like the rubberized, like the yeah. non-slip flooring. It, people yeah. like put that shit yeah. all over the walls and everything. Yeah. And, and it looks like super simple and clean. Just get like really nice white lights. Like I, I would probably do that, but you, you're building a fucking goddamn house. So actually, <laughs> and the here's van. the, here's the problem with me. While you were saying that I was like, you know what I should do? I should get a four by four sprinter and do it bare bones so that I have like, a very capable off-road machine in the meantime until the <laughs> while i'm building the pro master no. yeah you, you're the type of person who would do that yeah 100 definitely 100%, don't man. do that. <laughs> i like uh, i like specific tools for specific jobs but yeah, yeah the the van build has been an absolute nightmare i, I think uh, dude that that point right there that you just made you like specific tools for specific jobs i think that's a downfall for people like us because we have so many hobbies and like like I, i've been mountain biking for the past year now and i'm like I have a bike, I have another bike, which I got to tell you guys a story about. We'll, we'll get into that. But like, I'm like, Oh, I want a bike. That'll do this. I want a bike. That'll do that. I want an enduro. I want 
a fucking uh, dirt jump bike. And, dude, that that goes across the board when you're into camera shit. Yeah, I see all dude. the camera shit that oh, you I guys know. have. Yeah, like, we've, I want a lens for this specific thing yeah. and a lens for that specific yeah. thing. Dude, there's, I mean, like, one size fits all for almost anything is terrible. So if you can... There's no jack of all trades. There's something that'll do something yeah, okay across yeah. the board, but yeah. And, and in certain situations, that's great, right? Like, so for the weddings for camera gear, for instance... Uh, my 24 to 70 2.8 like that's a good versatile lens that i can i can count on to get most of the shots but you know there's like if i can extract 20 or 30 percent more quality out of something with a different tool i'm going to choose that different tool every every time yeah there's a threshold though where it's just like i can't justify that 100 100 but and and dude if i if i was just like a millionaire though you'd have everything my hobbies like would be (laughs) tenfold dude i would have like this camera, I would just leave here, set up here. If I ever come back here and film a podcast, it's just set up already, just ready to go. <laughs> like, that's what's nice about having a studio now. There's is just EOSRs that, littered across the nation. Yeah, just <laughs> everywhere. Like, oh, it, this is your camera, so when I come back and film with you, like, we're going to use that camera. Yeah. But, like, th- this camera that we're filming on now, this is one that I typically leave in my studio, but I'm about to be traveling, so that's why I have it here. But anyway. Yeah. All so, right. But you, but you and I have... You and I have very similar taste in that regard. So you, you, we taste, we, we feel that in every hobby that we have. Like we hit a point where we're like, well, that was, yeah, that was excessive, <laughs> <laughs> a little excessive. Yeah. It happens uh, pretty frequently. But anyway, um, all right, I got to talk about, uh, I got to talk about two things actually. So let's talk about the bike thing since I was just talking about that. I got hit by a car the other day. You did. <laughs> it was not great. That happened, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mentioned this in a video, electric skateboard video that I posted on my channel recently. Um, so I bought a used mountain bike from my friend Mike, and I was riding it from uh, from here to a bike shop. And I was just cruising on the sidewalk, and I, I don't even, like... I got hit by a car. Like, I don't even really need to explain the whole situation, but the mountain bike was really expensive. Luckily I was okay, but this dude fucked up the bike like hardcore. I can't, I got a ride back here actually from a random stranger on the street. And I just walked up to your garage mangled on the fucked up bike. Yeah. So I was coming across an intersect across an intersection in the crosswalk, a guy in a white Jeep Cherokee, I think it was, was turning right into two lane traffic he didn't have time to pull out. I saw him and I realized that maybe he might pull out in front of me, but maybe he'll see me at the same time. So I, luckily I slowed down, didn't slow down enough that I could come to a complete stop on a dime. And I was about to go in front of him. He was making the right turn out of there, just full on stomped on the gas to try to beat a car that was coming. And I couldn't stop. He smashed over the front carbon fiber wheel of the bike completely smash it in half and luckily i know how to fall from all the extreme sports and shit that i do so i like braced off of his front quarter panel and like pushed myself back so he didn't run over me both of his fucking tires ran over the bike like the dude was completely both of his tires ran over the bike completely oblivious and and you you saw the guy too so oh my god he's he he wasn't like I don't know if there's anything wrong with him, but he like didn't seem all there. No, no, there's something wrong. With him, there might have been. <laughs> yeah. So my legs, uh, my my leg was. It's actually not that scraped up, but I got a huge bruise. He's on got my a huge leg. bruise, like right here. Yeah, it's right yeah, there. right there, dude. Yeah, it feels great. <laughs> we were at the gym this morning. I was like, "Yo, check this out." And Will's like, "What the fuck?" It's the kind of bruise that 
dude it's like yellow I, I it's gross yeah, i don't dude. i don't get uh i don't get like queasy over stuff but that's the type of bruise that i'm just like oh dude that that's that's a gnarly bruise doesn't yeah. look good so i'm laying on the ground in the middle of the fucking street and this guy stops in the two-lane road and he gets out and he's just like he's in more of a shock than i was I was so You're pissed. <laughs> I, I was pissed, but I, I was so like down already because my channel got pulled from the partner program that I was just like, ha sick dude. Another thing. I'm straight up not having a good time right now. <laughs> like, <That's>, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's so funny, dude. No, get fired from my job and then get hit by a fucking car. It's, it's funny. Cause you did come back to the house and you were so like, that's, that's admirable that you, even if it's sarcastically in good spirits. Yeah, 100% sarcastically in good spirits. But you still managed to do that. Yeah. Because so, you came back to the house and you're like, you're like, and you have like an extreme acceptance, <laughs> which I do not have, dude. I like, I like rage and dwell on stuff. So <laughs> you had extreme acceptance and you were over it in it. And like, you went to the bike store immediately, got a quote on the fix and it's, I mean, you'll have your bike back soon. Yeah. The guy, the guy paid, he paid me for the damages and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was laying on the ground and the dude was way more shocked than I was. Like yeah. I was saying, like, I was just like, uh, accepting it at this point. And I just look at him laying on the ground, bikes all fucked up. And I'm like mangled in with the bike. And I just turn to him. I go, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like asking it like a question, like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. So I get hit, I get hit by a car and that's the fucking story on that. Yeah. Um, that was insane. I thought I thought you were kidding until I saw the bike because like you walked <laughs> up and you're like, I just got hit by a car, and I'm like, huh, huh, huh. I'm like and I was oh, like, fuck. I was like, kind of laughing. I was like, yeah, because I didn't know how to say it. Like, oh, dude, I just got hit by a car. Yeah. I was like, um, he it, just rolled up in a, like I didn't even know you left to go on a bike ride, and then you just like roll up in this random, uh, random Dodge twenty five hundred, yeah, or Ram twenty five hundred. Shout yeah, out to that, that guy. guy. Yeah, just drops awesome, me dude. off. A, g- a guy watched me get hit, and then he was in a truck, and he stopped. He's like, Yo, are you good? I'm like, I think so. He's like, you need to ride somewhere? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to drop my kids off at baseball practice. I'm going to come pick you up. I was like, cool. So he took me back. I mean, here. you know, if you're, you could have just done a wheelie all the way back, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever. Um, all right. So the other thing I have to talk about this is like fucking new shit. YouTube channel. So I'm, all of these podcasts have been coming out. I mean, I filmed a bunch like early on all the last episodes that you guys have seen because I was so stoked on the new setup and I had my friends around. I'm like, whatever, we're just going to record podcasts. Um, I'm filming now, man, what has it been? Like four days or something like that? Might even be longer than that. My my YouTube channel, main channel, Talent Sci, has been remonetized. So, or it's been put back in the partner program, I should say. Um, I tried filming a video about the whole situation and like the fix that I came up with, but I... I didn't like the way that it turned out. I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it too much because there are some sensitive things in the situation. I will say though, if there are other creators out there who have the issue of being deplatformed, demonetized, and I'm not talking just videos. Like if you're being copyright stricken and pulled from the partner program wrongfully, hit me up, let me know. I'm happy to fill you guys in. Uh, but basically what happened was I reached out to two personal friends of mine who I've met through years of networking. They are with uh, specific, I don't, I don't want to call them networks, but they're like media groups who have direct contacts at YouTube. YouTube is so big that they can't work with all the top, cre- or they can work with just the top creators. Like maybe two, they might have like 2,000 people or something like that. Yeah, that's still a lot. It's still a lot, um, but they can't work with just 
any old Joe Schmo. Like in the grand scheme of things, my channel's still small. So I had to reach out to a network who manages a bunch of different people who have, they're basically in like the partner program of their own. Like, I, I don't know if they like buy in or how it works, but they get a direct YouTube contact. I reached out to two of my friends who have those contacts. Their contact happened to be the same exact guy and we got it fixed. So thank you to everyone who was like on board with the new channel and stuff, which the new channel I plan on posting there eventually, but things are back to normal on the main channel, hopefully. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's super, it's, it's scary, dude. Like, cause a, I don't know if I, let me, let me try to phrase this properly, but <laughs> okay. a, a, a specific platform that you depend on for uh, s- several aspects of your business, right? Yeah. And before you continue on, a lot of people think it's the money thing. Again, I'm going to continue to say it. It's not the money thing. The money that I make from YouTube is a small portion of what it is, but being deplatformed in a sense, it cuts ties to all of my reach elsewhere. And that's why I was so mad about it. I- I'm still mad about the lack of communication from YouTube because I didn't get to talk to someone, but yeah, it is what it is now. When I when I explain like to I, like my my grandfather, for instance, because when we uh, went camping, yeah, uh, and I was in the rooftop tent, and you were in the van. Went to visit when my was, grandfather. Yeah, when I was trying to explain, because he lives down in Southern Colorado. He's a cool, dude. Yeah, we should get is. him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah. dude, he's got <laughs> stories for sure. So I was trying to explain to him what you like. Excuse me, how you make your money and what you do for a living, and I'm, my my easiest way to convey that to him was like you're kind of in marketing, right? So yeah, video if, production, marketing, and media, yeah. I guess. But in the grand scheme of things, like you, you not only market yourself, you marketed yourself to a point to have an audience to market other people's products to their benefit and to yours, right? Yeah. So if it, it is scary, well, I, like me putting myself in your shoes, it's really scary to uh, consider a platform that doesn't necessarily align with your principles and morals right to right. be in control of your fate so i'm really happy that 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 panned out for you um yeah but immediately i was like hey, the second that happened to you i told you just like diversify and keep yeah. trucking dude and i mean that's what i did the first time too like i i diversified by removing everything that i thought that they were mad about and creating another channel now i got a bunch of channels hopefully we can fucking monetize the podcast hopefully you guys enjoy this by the way but Hopefully we can monetize this and it's just like, like another, another thing. Like this is something that I fucking love doing. Like I could sit here and talk with people all the time. I'm not even an, like an extroverted person, but, um, that's besides the point. Diversifying is something that I've been trying to do for a while. And after this second time now I have to do it even more. So it's like, I I don't want to spread myself too thin. Like I, I started actually thinking about that with the new channel that I started. I'm like, I don't want to put just adventure stuff on that channel and not put it on my main channel, but it like, I have to diversify Yeah. if it happens again. But I mean, the main channel, I called the series stuff and things because I do so many different stuff and things and traveling and product reviews and whatever. Um, so maybe I'll just keep the new channel for like, like really exciting projects, maybe like short form, not short movies, but like, yeah. So that's, that's actually what I wanted him to do. Go was, to Alaska. Yeah. But like once a month making, cause he's, he, he really is good at, at capturing stories and then putting them in video projects. I've seen him do it. He's actually helped me with some of my video projects. So that's what I would love to watch uh, out of your content. And yeah. maybe the, maybe the second side channel, if I had my way, you would make those, 
30 minute videos more cinematic and yeah super and cinematic and telling a story of whatever you're doing and and yeah. you know the the normal channel do what you're doing but I, I would love i would i mean i love that idea and i i i mean we talked about doing that actually this summer before covid and everything was a thing we were talking about going to alaska yeah we we're like yo let's get white claws a sponsor <laughs> i'm glad they're not though because this fucking iced tea peach no good nah it sucks dude. Yeah. It's tough taste like ass. <clears throat> and if you don't like that we drink white claw fuck you don't care what you think <laughs> literally don't care don't even know your name don't fucking care what you think yeah, i'm probably gonna get shit on vaping too but I don't know. whatever um yeah, but like doing a project like going to Alaska for a couple of weeks and filming like some fucking crazy epic thing, like higher production than I typically do mm-hmm. just on my YouTube channel. Maybe that's what I'll do on on the side channel. Like the first channel trailer that I made, it was easy for me to make because I've collected all of that footage. Yeah. But like I was stoked on it. It got a bunch of views too. I think it has like six, seven thousand views for a brand new channel, and I I feel like that's pretty good. But maybe, yeah, maybe that's what I would I'll love do. to see that on your new channel, man. The, the, I was going to say the hard thing is like doing that consistently, like doing one a month. That means I have to have a plan to like go somewhere cool and do something fucking rad to be able to tell a story along it. Four times a year. Four times a year you have to do something fun. That must be rough. <laughs> you could be like Mark Rober and try to do it once a month, but yeah, that's hard. I was, I, I was saying once a quarter. Like, yeah, yeah, once, yeah. A, once a quarter you, definitely if you be did doable. That, yeah. Like every and, season. And just make it crazy high production. I would need your help filming that. As <laughs> soon as the van's done. Go to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Shakedown trip to Alaska. <laughs> That's where you want to test all your do. systems is yeah, 800 miles from anywhere. And when it's fucking zero degrees or below. I'm confident in the hydronic system, so yeah, figure it out. All right, let's get into sponsors. Um, sponsors who are not officially sponsors, but they're kind of sponsors because we want sponsors on the show. So sponsors. Uh, first one is drinkhoist.com. I don't even have any hoist with me right now, but because we're drinking alcohol right now, I probably should have brought some. Didn't even fucking think about yeah, that. Yeah, way to go. Damn it. So hoist is a, um, it's a company that makes packets that you can put in water, but they also make bottle drinks as well. And it's basically like a IV that you drink through your mouth. It's pretty good. <laughs> I actually, I mean, you and I haven't been drinking a whole lot. This is probably the most we've drank together in yeah. a while. But Hoist is supposedly really good for that. So I'm going to report back to you guys and let you know how it is. Um, they it's make, worth mentioning. It's dealer's choice if you want to drink it through your mouth or elsewhere. Or you want to, like, butt bong it like Steve-O. Yeah. Man, they, they might be down with that. Hyperabsorption. Very, very hydrated. Yeah. So but they are really good. It's, uh, it, well, I forget what they call it. It's like um, cellular level hydration so oh, that is terrible it's really good <laughs> not not hoist this stuff no no, white no. Cloth. yeah white cloth. <laughs> that's awful no but for real hoist is good i've been drinking it for the past couple of weeks they sent out a bunch and they gave me a discount code again not a sponsor they're not paying for this but if you go to drinkhoist.com and use code what's my code talon Sai. that's typically your code i don't yeah. know i'll put yeah. it in the description yeah. of the video i think it's talon Sai. uh you get some money off your order so check it out let me know what you guys think um i'm gonna be probably drinking a lot over the next couple of weeks because i'm going to visit a bunch of friends so i'm definitely going to be putting it to good use and you will see me drinking it in some future videos uh next sponsor this is one that this is going to be a long sponsor spot not paying for this again not real sponsors could be real sponsors but uh will and i decided to be healthy like Oh, here ago. we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now you're excited. <laughs> Hold up. So yeah, same no, as you. last week, we're this. talking about my fit foods. 
Are we though? Do you, do you want to? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to take this? Do you, no. I'll, no. 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 Here, I'll be kind. Let, I promise. Let, I'll be kind. Let me talk about them first. Because, Go ahead. Because you're salty. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll I'll just chill over here. So my fit foods is a meal company. If you live in Portland, Oregon, Denver, Colorado, or Houston, Texas, they're also expanding to other areas soon. But if you guys are in any of those cities, which is probably like a small percentage of the people watching this, but if you are check out my fit foods it's a meal prep company you walk in they got a bunch of coolers for breakfast lunch dinner and snacks you can go through pick out a full day of meal prep foods throw it in the microwave heat it up i was always skeptical with things like this because you'd think like ah, it's gonna fucking taste like dick like you heated it up in Not a ever. plastic container <laughs> I got this. I got this. You finish this up. Um, and and they're actually really good. So we've been eating them for the past month now. Actually, um, I've lost like ten fucking pounds, which is crazy. I, I've never ate healthy. I never was like concerned with how I looked, but I, I feel good, and the food is actually surprisingly pretty good. So, um, what, what what's what's yeah the yeah deal yeah. So okay, okay. <laughs> you took like a minute on that, so I'm gonna take a minute. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. All right, so let me let me start Stages by saying years. yeah yeah let me start by saying uh, yes, Fit Foods is delicious. If it weren't so delicious, so convenient, so readily available, I would walk out of principle. Because here's what happened to me at <laughs> Fit Foods. All right, so I was a customer of Fit Foods. Uh, I think last that was a while ago. Last yeah, like last year maybe the year before. Um, but I've been working out off and on like my entire life. So uh, Fit Foods, like he said, it's really good food. And it's really convenient because they're they're ready made. You microwave them for like ninety five seconds, and they're they're like really good food. Dude, it's really good for the van too because you're eating tasty food. It's fucking good for you, and it's mad easy. You, you just wash a fork when you're done. And it's yeah, like and sick. they're they're like in little you know portion Tupperwares. Yeah, it's incredible. But that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> Why the point is mad? Sarah that who, I brought who heard you, Sarah. We're <laughs> talking to you right now. If you don't watch this, <laughs> I brought. I brought Talon to Fit Foods. Like I said, I mean, I had gone there before. And uh, they do give me a military discount. That's very kind of them. I appreciate companies that do that. But Talon walked in, old Talon. It's because I drove there with the van. He the- drove there with the van. First of all, anytime, anytime that the, you know, Talon and the van is there, I can just go ahead and forget uh, talking. <laughs> like, oh, to that guy doesn't exist over there. Let's go talk to this it's guy. It's so true. It's kind of nice because I'm antisocial, so it, like it works to my favor it's most not good, times. Not good for me because I'm antisocial too. <laughs> it works to my favor most times. But he he walks in and he gets their. Um, can I say that you get their the silver card? Yeah, yeah he yeah, gets a silver card, thirty five percent off. I get uh, I get twenty five percent off for giving four years of my life. Uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> but if you guys use code Psi twenty, you get twenty percent off. So that's what we were getting at. You should check that stuff out. You totally should. Okay. Principles aside, it really is a good product. It is. It is. It's good. it's fantastic. It will, uh, but will Sarah, like, stop being stingy. Thank you for the protein. <laughs> I really do appreciate the protein. We're checking out some new protein, and it was it tastes like yoohoo. It's delicious. It, it, it straight up tastes like yoohoo. Um, but yeah, no, Fit Foods is, and I I, I think I've only lost like s- seven pounds, uh, but six percent body fat. So yeah, that's that's another thing. I talked about this last week. <laughs> like, dude, I did the same thing last week. I was like, I'm gonna call my Fit Foods a sponsor, even though they're not really a sponsor. But they got a nutritionist and like dietitian there. They got BMI scales. It's really cool. Um, if you guys do check it out again, if you're in Portland, uh, Denver, or Houston area, they're coming to more cities too. But check them out. And everyone there is awesome too. Like the the service there is great. Every time I go in, yeah, dude, I've met like 
almost their entire staff now because every time I go, I park my van like right up at the front door and everyone's like, oh, dude, that's sick. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> I like show them all the van. And they shove me out of the way on the way to you. Like, oh, yeah. what is that? Pro Master <laughs> with a bunch of wood hanging from the walls on the inside? What is that piece of shit? You move that, that plumbing van? <laughs> <laughs> that thing ain't even done yet. What are you delivering? <laughs> fucking Amazon? Get yeah. out of your bitch. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you got to put the big smile on the side of your van. <laughs> Just wrap it like an Amazon van when you're done. I actually think it was an Amazon van, but Sarah, Sarah, please hook it up. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sarah, we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, all right. So I was writing down what I'm calling high thoughts. Don't smoke weed. Don't do drugs. But I had a really high thought the other day. Like, who the fuck would think about this <laughs> dumbass question? I wrote a bunch of questions down that I wanted to ask you. Let me see if I can even fucking find them on my phone. Um, Goddamn. Where are we here? DK pod. There we are. Oh, I got more stuff that we could talk about too. All right. Um, damn, I didn't even write this one down, but I remember it. So you had we were talking about your koi fish. You got Champion upstairs. Who's yeah, little, Champion's a little baby. Little baby's yeah. like maybe two, three inches long, yeah. or something like that. And he's in like a what, like a five gallon tank? Ten gallon. Ten gallon. Mm-hmm. That's ten gallon. Yeah, it's oh, ten that's gallon. a lot. So little square things sitting on your countertop upstairs. <laughs> dude this was at like seven thirty in the morning and i was just like delirious um but i was thinking where do you think a fish or even plop if you have a fish in a tank in your home where do you think the fish would go and what do you think they would do if they could just like fucking float if they could just like float out of here like if 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 he could swim like that but like everywhere okay so would he be like following you around the house 100 percent laying plop, in bed at night 100 percent plop would be following me around the house asking for clams 100 percent. asking for clams the true. rest of the fish are pretty dumb I, uh, but champion so champion's a baby koi and like anytime he didn't like humans before but now that he sees no, yeah. you every day like yeah. i feel like when you walk in there He's like, oh, he's like begging for that food. dude's giving me food. Yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, he forgets that you fed him two seconds ago, and he'll like swim away, and then be like, oh shit, he's he's here. I'm gonna ask for food again. So, so in your house, when Plop is full and Champion is full, where where do you think they would chill? So first of all, Plop is never full, but I think yeah, uh, that motherfucker would eat everything. Yeah, uh, man. Like, would they be like basement dwellers, like hiding? cold dark places Dude, plop or? does not hide he's the king where he's from he's like he's like top of the food chain he'd lay up by the door like the cat does <laughs> yeah, he's he's basking in, in the sun. sun yeah hell yeah, yeah. Nice. uh i don't know i don't know where he'd go uh this is i i don't think he'd want to be near me if he was out of the tank to be honest with you okay yeah so yeah, I, that was an extremely high thought that i had i'm like yeah i, I think he would know. yeah i'm getting contact contact high off that question <laughs> contact high oh man um damn all right so you just committed a murder and 100 percent you speculation and you hypothetical are, is the word we're uh, looking for spe- speculating he might have <laughs> might not have i don't know <laughs> I've been watching like a lot of fucking criminal <laughs> psychology things on YouTube yeah. lately. It's been where they keep popping up. Um, all right. So you've been convicted of a murder. You're on death row. Dude comes in. He's like, all right, what you want to eat on death row? Last meal. You can have whatever you want. Unreal. Anything. Um, 
but it has to be from one place or I can be like multiple places. Nah, dude, I want fucking chicken strips from Raising Cane's. I want mashed potatoes from KFC. I want a fucking Frosty from Wendy's. Okay, so I'm not going to blow up my wing spot here because Great I'm, wing I'm not going to blow up my wing spot. Yeah. Damn, I, we haven't had those wings in a minute. I think I would do um, some Fire Ranch uh, wings from there. Okay. All right, and then I would probably do a filet from... I don't want to blow up that spot either. A really good filet from a from chop a steak house. Place. Yeah, from okay. a chop house. Okay. Uh, and then I definitely need uh, the biscuits from uh, Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh. unlimited biscuits. Though. Dude, I haven't like, been at Red to, Lobster. Yeah, need to keep them coming. In a while. Um, and then, yeah, a couple bumps of Coke and done, dude. <laughs> I don't know if that's on the prison <laughs> Not on the menu? Yeah, probably not. Okay. What about well, dessert? Every KFC in the country. So Other than that, what about dessert? Dessert? I'm really not a sweets guy. You don't want like a... The cocaine was for dessert. Okay. Yeah. Like chocolate chip cookie or fucking... I don't know what I would pick for a dessert either. I'm not a big dessert guy. Yeah. I'm not not a fan of desserts. Yeah. But I... Excuse me. You think that's your... Like that's what you're feeling right now or you think that would be like your everyday death row meal? Dude, I think uh, that if I were like... Because they get, they get the last meal like almost before they're injected, right? before the lethal injection is it like the night before or something I, it i think it might be like the day of i don't i don't really know yeah then it, there there's a it was either a website or something or like just like a blog article where it showed like famous serial killers and shit like that and then it paired them with their their death row meal and dude it was super fucking interesting like some people would get like a sprinkled donut one dude would just have like a can of Pepsi. Some people would have like fucking full blown meals with like fried chicken and like all sorts of. So shit. that's what I was getting at because if I was going to die the next day and you like, cause that's a weird, it's, it's weird to know you're going to die the next day. Most people go through life and then die. Like, I don't, I don't think point. I would be hungry. Exactly. So that's my point. Like, yeah, if, if me thinking right now, like, but like, it's just like, what are you hungry for right now? Basically <laughs> in the moment, yeah, I probably so going to go hit the wing eat. spot after this. But yeah, call the order. But yeah, I don't. I, I don't think that I'd be very hungry if I, I had a scheduled death in uh, you know like twelve hours. That's true. They know you know that's why lobster became a thing. They like lobsters used to be looked at as like just fucking gross sea crustaceans, and they would feed them to prisoners on like Alcatraz and shit. Lucky, yeah, right. <laughs> you see that now. We still gotta go to that fucking uh, seafood place. Yeah, too. but prisons are. Uh, they have a lot of butter too. So, I mean, like lobsters, like the perfect. They have a lot of butter in prison? <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> gets shipped by the, by the pallet. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, how you. Wouldn't yeah, know. <laughs> that's how you get the fat content in. I don't know. I've never been to prison. Never been to prison either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I'd fare in prison. Because, like, I'm not a conf- confrontational person. But at the same time, like, if, if it got to a point where someone was just trying to, like, fuck with you, I feel like I would do something. But. Yeah. I'm I'm highly I'm not like fucking big and jacked and I'm not big and jacked I'm but like I'm quick I'm aggressive <laughs> yeah I, so I'm I'm like aggressive to a fault and refuse to back down yeah. from anything to a fault and that's I've I've had my ass kicked for that exact philosophy but I would angsty uh, teen will <laughs> yeah exactly I would probably die within the first couple of weeks <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not good. You no. just get fucking stabbed, prison shank. Yeah, but better to end it quick if it's a long sentence. All right, if you're in prison, um, what would you make a shank out of? Because options are pretty limited. Also, though, actually answer this first, and then I got to add on to that. I am 
extremely resourceful, but I don't know what is available to me. Like there's the standard. That, that, that's what I was going to get into. Like you can get a toothbrush and fucking sharpen yeah. it on the wall or whatever. But I'm also a machinist, so I could probably like make a lathe and like whittle <laughs> down one of my bed legs make into a, a spear, in like an actual like pike. <laughs> and then I could joust down the hall. So speaking of things that are accessible in prison, I've seen so many um, fucking posts on like Instagram and TikTok recently of motherfuckers in jail like making TikToks, like doing the fucking renegade in their jail cell and the shit like that. The future is now. <laughs> like, how are you getting a cell phone into prison? Dude, that's, I, I'm, if Orange is the Black is any indication, then I, I haven't seen it. Cell phone know. is, or the prison is full of cell phones. There, I, I saw this one video. This dude was like, he had like open bars on his window, which I thought was kind of weird. I thought it was all just like acrylic and whatever. I guess it depends on where the fuck you're at. But he was, he had this like fucking slingshot thing and he would shoot this like, grappling hook out of his window it would land in the yard and someone earlier must have like thrown some shit over the fence which how are you walking up to a prison fence to throw shit over he probably launched it from a half a mile back maybe so this is someone outside of no i know but he launched it and then he like fishes it in yeah Yeah. i guess so he launches it out fishes it in and he's got like a fucking bud light bottle (laughs) like glass bottle (laughs) but like in his fucking dude jail cell never underestimate how resourceful humans are because they are incredible creatures when they're when they're pushed to their limits uh yeah they they can do some shit so and dude in prison it's it's such a weird thing seeing that stuff in prison too uh there's this other dude on youtube who i watched for a while his name's larry lawton have you ever heard of no him? i've never heard of him he is like the world or i don't know about the world's the country's largest jewel thief he stole a bunch of jewels like a while ago he's out now he does like a lot of motive no, i don't know if it's motivational he, he like talks a lot at conferences and shit i guess like to to help correct people he consults for jewelry stores to show them where the flaws in their systems are and he has a fucking youtube channel where he talks about like all the crazy shit that they used to do and it's fucking interesting he posts a lot and i don't watch all of them but he's talking about like how they make white lightning which is some like fucking drink like toilet hooch right Yeah, yeah it's fucking gross sounds gross i wouldn't know yeah that's uh i got a lot of uh family back east in the cleveland area and they drink long lineage of uh, <laughs> white people going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Cleveland. Shout out. Never been. <laughs> I never will be. Yeah. I went to fucking Toledo and I drove through Ohio. Place. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit, but yeah. Can, Ohio, can we talk about the <laughs> talk about can or South Dakota? Yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. I think I talked about that on the podcast okay. before. Right, never mind, Fuck never mind. you, Sioux Falls radio station. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Though, I bet dude. these microphones sound way better than your fucking <laughs> yeah. bullshit ass goddamn radio station. Fuck you. That shit was so funny though <laughs> that he was torn up enough about his like some dude rolling through and saying his state fucking sucks. I'm like, bro, it wasn't that great. It just wasn't that great. Dude, I'm sorry, Mount Rushmore. I've been there two times. It's and not that great. No, it's 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 not that great. And I have great respect for uh, everyone who is pictured in Mount Rushmore. I have great respect for the country in general and its history and it's a cool piece of history but you see it one time i didn't even see it because it was too fucking cloudy <laughs> and i still don't want to go back i no, got no reason to go back it's not worth it it's not worth it it's oh, definitely sh- not worth it now we got hey we got now we were getting my, assaulted by a dog yeah maya doesn't bark or i'd, I'd give yeah, her the mic chill. um all right I, I got like a bunch of random shit written down but one other thing that we can talk about because this is probably going to like last the rest of the podcast um june 1st today 
was the deadline that Trump put on basically the government Pentagon for UFO while he was still in the office to release known information about UFOs. I haven't heard anything today, but fucking aliens in general. I know we could talk about that for, Oh dude, I could talk about that for so long. Have have you heard anything today about, no, I haven't heard anything today. I I did read some stuff uh, yesterday. I don't know if they released it today or not. Um, I don't think the Pentagon takes, uh, takes timelines too seriously with stuff like that yeah especially that they they're like they fucking scribble it on a napkin and throw it outside like oh yep we told everyone that's it (laughs) nor do i think that a um any sort of legislation that passed would uh would directly cause them to divulge any mass amount of information that they didn't want out they wouldn't be like well it'd be really damning for the country to let this information go but uh, here it is and that was like roped up into some other fucking thing it was the entire like the COVID stimulus bill. Yeah. yeah no it was, it was the entire yeah it was the entire covid bill that was the only good god thing that bless came whoever out of like <laughs> was like and fucking aliens bro yeah throw, <laughs> throw aliens in that shit too 16 dude. page or 18 pages of alien stuff <laughs> yeah. please yeah, it, five thousand page <laughs> yeah like dude just come on god bless that hero <laughs> just one thing remember that time you needed some fucking you need quarters for the vending yeah. machine yeah. just fucking just write it in 18 pages dude yeah, just it. 18 pages give me my shit. yeah fucking aliens dude they <laughs> exist so the i mean it's i could go on and on and on because i i obsessed about space uh in my younger years same same same, same. and uh into my early 20s to a um to, to almost like psychosis uh, obsessed about that right, stuff I would, I would go that far I, I really did so when you when you get to the scale like when you start understanding the scale of everything or you start to you can't understand it but when you start to consider the scale of everything and how how small um the planet the solar system how and small the we galaxy are and yeah and everything things. so it gets it gets like really 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 hard to get through but i would anticipate that there is life so I mean, it's uh, we. I've talked about this on podcasts in the past. This is just like a reoccurring thing. I don't know why, but it's almost fucking idiotic to think that there is no other form of life out there. If you comprehend, even our galaxy, like yeah, there, but and then there's millions and millions of galaxies. Yeah, there there are. So, uh, uh, you know, if you have enough of something statistically, I, I guess it would become more likely. But the if you have sex enough, you're gonna get herpes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> okay we're gonna skip that out. edit, edit I said, that don't out. mention that yeah. me in the future edit that out <laughs> leave it in yeah, leave uh it in. if yeah dude i'm gonna start i'm gonna start spiraling out on this but honestly the this the situation or i, I guess the everything that came together to allow the earth to have the life that it has on it is extremely difficult right the it distance very, very very precise the distance from the sun uh, the amount of water that we have here an oxygen rich environment which may or may not be required for um, you know a- any sort of yeah but depends. but as far as we know is comp or is required for complicated uh, life so An- another thing is jupiter do you know what jupiter does for it's us it's the vacuum for the solar system so it the sucks vacuum, up all the the fucking all the ast- shit that would come here and kill us the asteroid belt yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just like read some shit about that the other day but it makes perfect fucking sense like the asteroid belt would have destroyed earth by now but it's just so big that it fucking sucks it all up i you know so like because i've been asked before like if you'd be born anytime when would you be born part of me would want to go back to see 
like all the music that I love now, like the the 60s and the 70s music. Dude, literally just had this conversation on the last podcast oh, did with you? one of my best oh, friends great. from school. It's just recycled shit. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. So when what what year specifically would you want to be born or like year range? Okay, I if if I was to be born um like sometime between 50 and 55 I could make do. Okay. I I think I said like early early 60s or something like that to be born so yeah it'd be like nine at woodstock <laughs> well woodstock went and oh yeah true i'd only be like nine i guess 69 was i want to be like 18 so that i can yeah partake yeah, in right. my fair share of but we, we were on the same page though because yeah 100 percent. I, I was talking with my friend about this and i was like yeah dude like i, I would want to see all the fucking grades go to woodstock fucking queen zeppelin like all the classic rock that i, I would literally just follow love. around music if if i could i would probably be a huge piece of shit hippie like fucking drug addict but <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> i mean it's fine yeah, it was all fine. fine back then yeah well at least for the people that Dude, were doing you that you could get away with so much back then yeah. oh my god you could fucking there were no forensics brick killed a guy <laughs> <laughs> Where, where'd you get a where'd you get a hand grenade <laughs> So my, my point with that... Yeah, is, we're getting way the fuck <laughs> off sorry, topic dude. now. <laughs> All I'm saying is like, so there's that side of it, but also even a couple hundred years in the future um, would be would be incredible. And, and Oh, being born in the future, you're saying? Yeah, and, and my point okay. with that is that if you go back a hundred years and, and compare technology then to now it's it's it, it would look like magic to the person 100 years ago so it'll probably look the same 100 years from now so even 100 years in the future um i think you know it, there's it, there's it, a lot of interesting uh scientific advances right now that it will take a, a ridiculously long time to fully understand but yeah like part of part of, I, I would say a majority of me thinks that 100 years from now is just going to be like fucking batshit crazy wild like stuff that we can't even imagine right now but also if you go back 100 years and then you wait i'm trying to think 100 years ago would have been 1920 roaring 20s prohibition so yeah i mean i guess that too i was thinking if you go back another 100 years from the 1920s like they didn't really have any like vehicles or anything. Nope. So I guess that's pretty fucking wild to go from walking everywhere to only going seven miles an hour yeah. as fast as you can and run. Dude, to... technology makes technology. So the further it advances, the faster it can advance. Right. Because now, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, microchips and computers and fucking all that shit. And so. getting back to aliens, transistors, where the shit did that technology come from? Transistors, we don't know. Capacitors, um, yeah. From the UFO Someone will have that an answer crashed that. in Roswell that they've been <laughs> sweeping under the rug. For they the 100% exist, though. Um, the the what, what kind? What kind? Do you think there's like humanoid type aliens? I I, I like would. appendages or like some something that resembles like something that looks familiar to us, whether it's like a fish or an animal. I'm I'm a lot more comfortable with like the the physics and 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 things like that of of out there than I am with the biology. I know it's a direct reflection of uh, their environment that that formed them just like it is for humans. Yeah. So maybe humanoid, maybe not. Um, I, I would say there's a a hundred percent life out there somewhere. Like I mean, they've been seeing signs of life on Mars, which is just the closest fucking sustainable planet that we can even get to, and that's like so small on the statistics scale. Like there's so many other places that we could go to and see that. So I think there's some kind of life, 
whether it's like fucking mushrooms or like little <laughs> <laughs> like freaking anything like well it's like, oh, maybe there's mushrooms fucking bro mushroom <laughs> <laughs> mushroom is like the lo- the largest living organism in the world the i West thought it Coast. was like an aspen grove it's a wasn't it, it? It's, i think it's in the aspen grove it's like what's what, fuck, what the fuck is it called like honey i don't know i thought the it, largest it, it attacks the aspen trees i think oh okay gotcha, but gotcha. it lives in the soil okay anyway um I think there's like some other type of biological life out there. But if you believe in that and you think of like how big everything is, it's almost dumb to think like that there aren't, that there's gotta be some other kind of like animals out there or so, something. I mean, I think, I think microbial life, uh, very basic life would be, um, that's almost, almost incredibly common yeah. within the universe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be overly difficult to find. But like I said, the, the conditions which allowed life to form in the, complex way that it did on planet earth is like so much stuff had to go right so much stuff you want to go one step deeper i don't know if there are other beings anything any kind of anything in a different dimension okay so yes i do want to go one step deeper those and specifically the ufo that was cited that looked like uh it looked the like triangle? a balloon. No, not the triangle, the balloon. Um, the unfortunate part with not knowing what exactly those are is that you can't rule out a, a higher dimension. You can't, yeah. You, which you can't, sounds, fu- I, yeah, I know. I hate, I we hate get, even we, saying we that. We sound fucking insane. I know. I, I hate it. even saying that, but you can't, but rule, it's you can't rule out. it's interesting. It's interesting. You can't rule out a higher dimension. And if there's, uh, I, I forget the, um, I forget the person that did this uh, like thought exercise but we wouldn't be able to fully grasp a fourth dimensional being just as a two dimensional being wouldn't be able to fully grasp what we are. So there's no way of knowing. Yeah. It's hard to grasp even the concept of the fourth dimension, probably the easiest outside of the ones that we can understand. And then anything past that is just like, what the fuck are we even talking about? If you're still here after this, first of all, I fucking love you. (laughs) And second of all, comment below because this is my shit. Like I love, I I absolutely like I obsessed over over this type of stuff for the longest time off completely off topic. But I did learn what what do you think the speed of gravity is? I learned this recently. The speed of gravity. It depends. If, if you think about it, if you think about it, if, if you would prefer to think about it as a gravitational wave, since that's what the study actually recognized, then think about it that way. But what is the speed of a gravitational wave? Uh, hmm. A wave. I I would, I would think of it. The first thing I thought of was gravitational pull and the speed of gravitational pull. Which on Earth, it's going to change depending on where you're at in the universe. But Earth is what nine point eight two meters per second or something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. So that's that's so like, actually like free fall is one hundred and twenty five miles per hour or something like that. But that's based on that's depending on your weight, right? No, that's dependent. Is that, that is that constant that's, throughout? That's Earth's mass stretching space, which causes the gravity. So, like, you, you could throw a penny and it would fall that fast. You could throw an elephant, it would fall that fast. I don't, I don't know, I don't know that I believe that. It is, and then the the only it, the only other oh, factor yeah, so is air, aerodynamics. Air, that's right. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So okay, that's the missing. A fucking like needle if it drops straight in a down. vacuum is falls yeah. the same as a feather. Yeah. Okay. Hundred yeah. percent. Okay. So what the fuck are you guys still listening to this right now 100 percent not but this just this is just for us too uh the speed of gravitational wave so like like a new 
mass form forms in the universe and creates a gravitational wave. Yeah, so so let's say I let's, no let's say the sun disappears in an instant. How long until the earth feels that effect? Uh well, it takes about 8 minutes and 30 seconds for light to reach earth from the sun. I would say if the sun disappeared like instantaneously, we would too. Okay. The speed of a gravitational wave is the speed of light. So that is to say that okay. if the sun were to disappear in an instant, the the earth would continue on its orbit for about eight minutes, like you just said. Okay. And then go off on a tangent, which is insane. And then we would just shoot off into... Yeah. So they developed a laser. There's like two lasers in the country. and Damn. Yeah. To measure gravitational waves, which is just fucking bonkers. I wonder how long it would take for us to run into something else. Because space is a so long vast. fucking time. Yeah. I wonder what like the I mean, we're just uh, we I, my my fucking brain's fried at this point. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I, I think that's where we're gonna end it. <laughs> that's <laughs> a strong <laughs> note to end on. <laughs> to anyone out there still listening, thank you, appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening, watch this on YouTube and comment and like and subscribe. That's the best way to like stay in contact with all of us and whatever. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at official DK Pod or no. Dropping Knowledge Pod on Twitter, official DK Pod, and where can the people find you? They William? can't. Can't find Will. Uh, don't call the shop. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can call the. You can call the shop if you're an actual. You customer, can call the shop. Call the shop. <laughs> but uh, let me uh, let me say this: if uh, if you do call the shop and you haven't even no, 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 like no. glanced at our website yeah. yet look at the website before yeah. you call the shop yeah some people i'm like where did you get our number dude <laughs> like <laughs> from the website that has all the information that you're <laughs> yeah. asking here right now. <laughs> y'all service the taurus fucking <laughs> g2c yeah g2c i'm not shitting on that gun that's probably a great gun we don't service it though which is clearly listed on our yeah, website might, might be great we don't know <laughs> cool any anything else to add no, this was fun. I'll see you guys again, I'm sure, on this podcast at some point in uh when I'm done with the van, we'll do this we'll do this somewhere cool. Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. We're gonna do this somewhere cool. <laughs> All right guys. Yo, we'll do this in Moab next time. Yeah. That, that sounds be fun, rad. dude. All right. That's all for this week. Appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you. They're next not time. still here. Cheers. Yeah.